0: Good morning. Today is Wednesday, July 1st, 2020. This week's Parsha is the double portion of Chukas Balak. And we have a very famous and problematic narrative in the first one in Chukas. And this occurs in the 40th year of the Jewish people traveling through the desert. So it is shortly before the Jewish people will enter the land of Israel. And the Torah says, There was no water for the people. al They gathered around Moshe and Aaron to complain. How are we supposed to go without water? Moshe and Aaron came before the assembly at the Omoed, the Mishkan, and they fell down on their faces. Hashem says to Moshe, take your staff and gather the people, you and Aaron, your brother, and speak to the rock and the rock will give forth its water and you'll be able to give water to the people to drink. Va'yikach Moshe esamate, and Moshe took his staff. Baikalu Moshe va'Aron esakahol el penehasolah, and the Moshe and Aaron gathered the entire people in front of this rock. Va'yomer lehem, and Moshe said to them, Shimu na hamorim, listen, you rebellious people. Hamin hasela la From this rock, you see this rock. I'm going to bring forth water. Moshe <speaking in Hebrew> Moshe lifted his hand. <speaking in Hebrew> he struck the rock with his staff twice. Mayim <speaking in> Rabim <Hebrew> And abundant water came out. Vateisht HaEda Uve'iram And the people and the animals were able to drink as much as they needed. And we know that Hashem gets very upset and as a result of this decrees that both Moshe and Aaron will not be able to enter the land of Israel. Aaron we're going to talk about later in the week, but let me start with two questions. Number one, what should Moshe have done? What what should have happened that didn't happen? What, What is it that went wrong? And number two, what is it that we are supposed to learn from this narrative about how we are supposed to act. So there are a number of different approaches to this and we've discussed some of them in the past. The Rambam says that Moshe's sin is that he got angry. He said the words, Shimu Nahamorim, listen you rebellious people. He was angry with them. He called them a name. Even though it's not such a terrible thing, but Moshe was a great leader. Moshe was a role model and on Moshe's level even to express himself in that way was considered a shortcoming and Hashem held him to task for that. problem with that is but sometimes discipline is necessary. You know, uh, maybe at a certain point um, 40 years in the desert Hashem has taken care of them Hashem has done everything that they need What, what should Moshe have done? And there is a mitzvah to give tochacha, constructive criticism. Sometimes a leader does have to discipline. So I'd like to share with you an answer that's given by Rabbi Elazar Shach. Rabshach says as follows, let's review the Pesukim one more time. Moshe and Aaron gathered the people in front of the rock and he said to them, listen you rebellious people from this rock I will bring forth water and then Moshe raises his hand and he hits the rock twice with his staff and water comes out. Says Rav Shach, what Moshe did wrong is not what he said. It's rather the order in which he acted. The people are thirsty. And they are legitimately thirsty. They're in a desert. People get thirsty in the desert. If you don't have water and you're in the desert, you're going to be thirsty. What Moshe should have done is reverse the two psukim. First, Moshe should have given them water to drink. Then, after they've had water to drink, he should admonish them. And he should say to them, listen, you should trust Hashem. Hashem has always taken care of us. Hashem has done miracles for us. Why would you not? And it's now 40 years, you should be used to this already. But he should have done it after he gave them the water. Tochacha, to discipline someone, to give them rebuke or constructive criticism can only be done when it is done with love. There's a commentary offered by the Gra, the Vilna Gon, Rabbi Elioa Vilna, on a verse in Mishlay in Proverbs. And the Vilna Gon says, Yes, there is a mitzvah of Tokacha to give constructive criticism under certain circumstances. However, if you are upset, you are exempted from that mitzvah don't say anything while you're upset. Only after you calm down and you're able to speak calmly and you're able to convey in your words your love for the person to whom you are speaking, only then does the mitzvah of Tochacha apply. Before that, you're an anus, you're exempt, you're putter. you're not able to do that mitzvah. And what we learn from this is that we are always required to have empathy for what another person is experiencing even if they are experiencing it as a result of their own mistaken point of view. A friend of mine commented, told me this insight that this narrative of Moshe, the way Moshe acts here, is a mirror image of the way Moshe acted exactly 40 years earlier. You remember the famous Midrash that Moshe was a shepherd in the fields of Moab and he was looking after a flock of sheep and one of the sheep ran away and Moshe ran after the sheep and the sheep sees Moshe's running, the sheep runs faster and Moshe's running faster and finally, finally the sheep reaches some water and flings itself down to be able to drink some water. And Moshe walks over to the sheep and he lifts up the sheep and he says, speaks to the sheep. If you're a shepherd, you speak to the sheep. And Moshe says, had I known that you wanted water, you wouldn't have had to run. I would have carried you to bring you the water. And at that moment, says the message, says the Medrash, at that moment, by yikra elohim elokim, God calls out to him from the burning bush, Vayomer Moshe, Moshe. God says, Moshe, Moshe, Vayomer Hineni. Moshe says, here I am to begin this role of leading the Jewish people. It's that moment of empathy, even for the sheep, that God decides this is the one to to lead the Jewish people. And unfortunately, our parsha is the mirror image of that. When I went to college I attended Columbia University. One of the most famous professors at Columbia was the anthropologist Margaret Mead. I actually took courses in the anthropology department at Columbia and one of my teachers was a student, a disciple of Margaret Mead. So I learned a little bit about her. Once she was asked by a student What is the first sign of civilization in a culture? So the student thought maybe Mead would talk about finding a fish hook or finding a grinding stone that indicates production and civilization. But Margaret Mead said something else. She said the first sign of civilization in an ancient culture is when you find a femur, a thigh bone, that had been broken and then healed. Because in the animal world, if you break your leg, you die. You can't run from danger. You can't get to water. You can't hunt for food. No animal in the wild survives a broken leg long enough for the bone to heal before they die. A broken femur that is healed is a sign that someone has taken the time to stay with the one who fell, to bind up the wound, to carry the person to safety, and then to tend to the person during that recovery. Helping someone else through difficulty is where civilization starts. Sometimes you must discipline, you must criticize, but in order to be effective and in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Tochacha, it must be with love. And the way that you do that with love is conveyed in the tone that you use, in how you make the other person feel through what you are saying and as Rav Shach teaches us from our parsha, to take care of them first. Once you've taken care of them then you can proceed with what you want to say because it's always got to be with love. My friends, I wish you a great day I look forward to seeing you all soon in person.